0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching the podcast. And if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Today's topic, my friends, is we're talking about fat loss for women, free diet mistakes that are keeping you from losing weight. Now, fat loss is hard. Fat loss takes a lot of effort, fat loss takes time, and it can be frustrating. And sometimes it can feel like you're doing everything right, but you're not seeing the results that you want and you're not seeing the results that you need. Or you might even be working out for months going to to the gym, doing exercise, doing it at home, wherever you are, but you're finding that nothing is moving. That back fat underneath your bra, <laughs> not moving. That muffin top on the side, <laughs> it's not moving. No matter what exercise you're doing, and the jiggle under your arms, <laughs> let's not talk about that. But lastly and not leastly, is the belly fat. The belly fat is the biggest thing for you. No matter how many crunches you're doing, no matter how many foods that you're eating, no matter how many carbs you might not be eating, it is not moving. You might be feeling stuck. You might be in a rut. You've heard all the tips and tricks but nothing is working for you. The truth is, if you're somebody who needs accountability and coaching, head on over to the website vannutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash focus and that is how you sign up to the group coaching where you will have access to me. But we have got a lot of things to get into today so let's get straight into today's episode. Hey friends, welcome to The Nutrition Coaching the podcast you are tuned in for another weekly episode and I am your host Verona and I'm so glad you're here. I'm here to give you mindset focused nutrition weight loss advice that you can keep off for the long term. It's not about restrictive diets here. It's not about cutting out carbohydrates. It's definitely not about cutting out your favorite foods in order to lose weight that quite frankly as soon as we've lost it we end up regaining it and a little bit more. No friends, I'm here to give you real talk no nonsense weight loss that you can actually actually achieve realistically and keep it off. I'm a faith-based woman also, keeping it real when it comes to weight loss and keeping it real when it comes to nutrition, helping you do things you can actually sustain for a long term. Now friends, let's get into today's episode. So we're talking about the top three fat loss mistakes that you might be making when it comes to fat loss. Now when it comes to fat loss, sometimes we can make it a little bit harder than it needs to be on top of how hard it is already. Now, when it comes to losing weight, I used to struggle with weight loss. I used to struggle with food. I used to struggle with nutrition. Forget about nutrition. I wasn't doing any exercise yet. I used to struggle with my bra fat, back fat. There was just fat all over my body and I just did not like it being there. So when it comes to losing fat, we tend to do these big grand things and then we get some results but then when it comes to maintaining those results we actually can't maintain them and we're not understanding why we can't maintain them. So if you're somebody who wants to lose weight fast this might not be the podcast for you because I'm not into those quick fixes. I'm not into fad diets. I'm definitely not into you doing keto and I'm I'm definitely not about telling you to go and take detox teas, fat loss burning pills or super expensive shakes or restrictive diets in order for you to lose fat because we all know the minute that you go back to eating normally, you gain back the weight that you lost and some more. So if you're somebody who wants to lose weight without doing any of those things, then you are in the right place. And today we're getting straight into number one. The biggest mistake that you're making when it comes to fat loss is your diet is too restrictive. Now we talk about diets on here quite often, but we're going to give you the definition of diets. If you're new here, what I like to do is give definitions of word meanings. Not because I don't think that you understand the meaning of the word, but because I like to give a lot more context into what it is that we're talking about and it expands on the sentence or the word that I've particularly used. So according to Wikipedia there are two definitions for the word diet. The first is restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. Now a lot of us don't do the latter there are not many of us that are in the latter or there may be some of you listening here who are in the latter but you're doing the both and the other definition is the way that you eat on a day to day basis how your overall diet of food carbs fats proteins and vegetables and vitamins and minerals what that is made up of on a day-to-day basis is your diet the way that you eat on a day to day filled with fatty foods processed foods as mine was for a number of years 20 to be in exact and that's all that you ate when it came to water you didn't drink any water your water was filled. Was carbonated water with sugary syrups, aka fizzy drinks that we like or fruit juices that we drink. Now, when it comes to those two definitions, it's important to understand those two definitions because it will give you the context when I'm talking about your diet is too restrictive. Now, when it comes to diets and when it comes to the way that you eat on a day to day basis, we don't often need to restrict ourselves in order to lose weight. Now, whether you do focus on the fat loss or whether you do, you can eat that, the macros version, you already know that I go through and I teach you what that means. I'm going through a bigger depth of understanding, helping you have access to all of the video teachings, the modules, the guides and everything that's in there. And I go through this in a lot more detail. On the podcast, it's a short snippet, but This is a synopsis to help you understand that. There's a very real danger that when it comes to your diet, it's restrictive that can lead to binge eating. Now, binge eating is eating more food than we actually need. Now, I'm not talking about binge eating disorder. That's completely different. But binge eating tends to be we eat when we are restricting ourselves or we're depriving ourselves from something. Now, a lot of people think that if they cut out a certain food or only eat it in small amounts, then they'll just be able to control themselves. Uh, let me tell you, if you've ever tried to do this method, i.e. cutting out sugar or cutting out carbohydrates, let me tell you, that is not easy to do. When you cut out carbohydrates and when you restrict yourself some sugar... What is the thing that you think about the most? It's going to be the food that you've restricted. If you're restricting bread, you are going to be thinking about bread more than you think about your children or more than you think about your husband or yourself. You're always constantly thinking about food. It's because of the restriction that we're putting on ourselves. The more that you restrict yourself, the more that you are going to be unconsolable or uncontrollable when it comes to food. Now, when it comes to that, we need to have that realistic thing. So that's why I'm setting it straight out from the back. But also... Likewise, when you're being restrictive, another thing that can lead you into the whole binge restrict cycle is by having too many rules. Don't do this, don't eat that, eat this, don't eat that. Oh my gosh, why are you eating that? I thought you were on a diet. Now sometimes that can be a conversation we have in our heads with ourselves. Other times it can be that long-lost cousin that you have not seen that you dread to see at family gatherings or holiday seasons that is always telling you about your weight, but meanwhile they either weigh the same as you or they're a lot heavier than you. Now in the CBT world, in the mindset world, in the uh, psychologist world, in the therapist space, that is known as projection. So oftentimes people will project their failings onto you to gaslight you into thinking one, that you are the problem or to get attention that they have or the insecurities that they have towards themselves and focus that on someone else. And oftentimes that tends to be you, the scapegoat at every single family gathering, Christmas time, Thanksgiving, every single holiday, someone has always got something to say about the amount of food that you're putting on the plate you know it's too much food on the plate you know that but they feel it is their duty to constantly criticize you or tell you about your diet or are you going to eat that are you sure you're going to eat all that oh I thought you was on a diet are you sure you're on a diet are you sure you're losing weight and it can be so discouraging so demotivating that you want to get up and leave the place but you can't out of respect and manners you weren't raised that way at the whole table as constantly known that this person is always going to dig you to the point you want to pick up the turkey leg and dash it in their head because they're talking too much nonsense in your head about your weight meanwhile they're overweight themselves and they are at risk of type 2 diabetes or they might have health conditions that they don't even know about because they're too scared to deal with them projection is not something i agree with but it happens unfortunately it happens in All parts of our lives or walks of our lives. The things that I can help you control, I cannot control those people, but I can help you control how you respond to those people. Now, when it comes to having too many rules about what you can and what you cannot eat, can actually lead to even more cravings and binges than if you were going to eat those foods in the first place or balance nutrition when it comes to your diet. Now, restrictive diets also mean being hungry all the time. You're always thinking about food. Now, when I did keto, hmm, let me tell you about keto, Hmm, girl. Hmm. Now people rave about keto because they're like oh my gosh I lost so much weight I've got to do this I've got to do that and I will link it in the show notes below I did a two-part episode my real talking episode the research around it and who it is actually created for because probably to contrary belief it isn't created for us to lose weight it's created for those people with neurological problems in 1920 the year 1920 many of us weren't even born then I wasn't born then I know that But many of us weren't born in that era Now, in 2021 the most recent up-to-date research. Says that it is still for people who have neurological conditions including those with epilepsy. In 1920 it was specifically created as a treatment for children who have epilepsy not for people to lose fact. It has been sensationalized, it has been glorified as if this is the be all and end all and it gets many women to mistakenly think that carbohydrates are the enemy, carbohydrates are the problem. That is not the problem, the problem isn't carbohydrates, the problem is how we see food. If food is constantly used as a way to numb the pain of rejection like it was in my case, to numb the pain of grief, of a breakup, of the way that we see ourselves, that's the problem. If we're constantly eating, overeating, more energy or more food that we need, then the extra will be stored as fat that's the issue but people then glorify it as we've got to just eat copious amounts of fat increasing and adding even more to your already pre-existing heart conditions or pre-existing health conditions that your doctors are already concerned about if your doctors are concerned about type 2 diabetes having an all fat high processed or high caloric high fat high cholesterol diet does not solve that problem it creates and adds another one more we'll leave that topic there you can go listen to the rest of the episode but when it comes to restriction we're talking about the first point here the restrictive diets are often mean mean will mean not just that you have a list of do's and don'ts and i have a list of rules it will also mean that you're going to be hungry all the time and when you're hungry you're going to be hangry and you're going to make poor decisions about what that you what you should eat what you shouldn't eat and choose you'll, you'll end up choosing foods that are go-to that will give you a quick succession succession of energy which is a carbohydrate which is why people tend to tell you to cut out carbs but they forget carbohydrates isn't just ice cream cakes sweets and treats and all of those good things that we like there are so so many fruits and veg that are actually carbohydrates but when it comes to this cycle of restriction, binging, guilt, all of these things, it will lead you and many people down the path of this term yo-yo dieting. Second diet mistake that is keeping you from losing weight is on the flip side, your diet is too restrictive. On the flip side is you're not eating enough. Now, this is a big one. Now, have you ever said to yourself, I'm eating less than 2000 calories a day and I still can't lose weight. Now, this week of recording the podcast, I've had a response to that question so many times. I've responded the answer. I now will do actually, I'll actually start to put all of your questions into a podcast episode because you might have the same question uh, and it's better if I respond to it en-, en masse like that. So when it comes to not eating enough, you might think that you're eating enough. But when it comes to it, calories are the most important factor. Well, calories are a important factor in weight loss because when it comes to calories, they're a unit of energy in food. So our bodies have to take in a certain amount of energy. When we're taking in too much, when we're taking in more than our body needs, that's when we enter into issues because we need a set amount of energy for our bodies to be able to function well and to be able to keep us alive. Walking, talking, moving around. I'm somebody who moves with my hands. I talk with my hands. So right now, I'm moving my hands and moving my head like a little bit like a little bit of a chicken but if you're somebody who doesn't eat enough calories or aka energy or fuel for your body to function and maintain its place you are then not going to be able to burn fat many women make this mistake of eating 1200 calories or even less a day 1200 calories is for a toddler a four-year-old male and a dog if you are neither of those things and you haven't been medically put on that ma- that amount of calories there's no need for you to The heart behind the I'm on podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids. Well, you can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. eating that little low of calories. People who tend to tell you to eat that are often really thin themselves, really overweight themselves and want a quick way to do things. And then when you're looking for quick fixes, you are ending up putting yourself in more harm's way. And Then when you go back to eating normally, gain the weight again and more. That hence the term Yo-yo dieting, that's what yo-yo dieting is. Now, the key for you is to be able to find a balance to eating enough calories that if you don't know how many calories you need need to eat, if you don't know how many macros your body needs to eat, focus on the fact that we're teaching you and we're going through that there as a group. And also you can do it on your own. You can eat that. VA nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash you can eat that. That's on your own. You'll be able to calculate your macros and your calories on your own. I've included a calculator and all of the things. Go to the website and you'll see exactly what's included in there. But that is what your Needing to do that's the baseline of knowing and understanding how many you should take. Now, in terms of doing that, I give you a breakdown in the video if you're on your doing it on your own. So I don't just tell you to go and do a calculate and then you have got to go off on your own and be like, oh, okay, cool, I'm going to eat this amount of calories. Then what? So there's a certain dif- there's different things that happen when we're going through that. So just to give you an idea, the more that you weigh, the more energy that your body is going to need, and then you're reducing that amount in terms of having a healthy caloric deficit. So in that, it's still teaching you how to know how to have the right types of food for your body that will give your body the right amount of energy throughout the day, not just for an hour and then you crash. But you're having the right balance of energy and also healing your new your relationship with food. Those things are more discovered in the group coaching because we're together on your own. We touch on it and you do with that through the workbook and you work through all of that. But when it comes to not eating enough, sometimes we underestimate the amount of foods that we're eating. But if you're not eating enough to lose weight, then that's when your body can go into issues. Now the second one, now we've talked about your Diet is too restrictive. The second mistake that you're eating, and there's also going to be a bonus one or a two part one. Uh, the second one is you're not eating enough, and the, the third one is you're only eating whole foods and you avoid processed foods. Now, when it comes to whole foods, we know that they are better for our bodies long term, but we don't like them. We don't want to have plates and plates of legumes, we don't want a plate and plate of bl- beans, we don't want chickpeas without the rest of the stuff, we don't want it without a greasy fat piece of chicken that we got from Chick fil A, McDonald's, or what, Insert your favorite food here. We don't want it unless it consumes that. But there are some things about that that might actually surprise you. So for example, did you know that whole foods like fruits and veggies have more fiber than their other healthy counterparts if you're trying if you're somebody who eats healthy when you're eating healthy you find that you're always hungry where's your fiber at if you're somebody who's constipated and you haven't gone to the toilet for three or four days in a week that used to be my regularity if you're somebody who's constipated or on the flip side you're somebody who has continual loose stools check your fiber because when you're eating fiber there's a daily recommendation for us to have a right amount of fiber in our diets diet meaning in this case in this example meaning the way that we eat on a day-to-day basis. So why do we need fiber in our diets? Because fiber is something that will keep you fuller for longer. So you won't end up feeling hungry as you normally would if you just ha- wait, reach for a donut, reach for a croissant, or a fresh crispy flaky croissant filled with ham and lashings of cheese or even chocolate. And then a big mug of coffee, and you're constantly having to go to coffee to get yourself to be able to fill your body. Now, if you're not eating enough, if you're not eating enough fiber, these things are going to happen. You're going to continually be in that cycle where your body is always craving for more types of carbohydrates, the sugary kind, the simple carbohydrates. But when you start to balance and eat, more processed foods, not just whole foods, but you're having, you're eating, sorry, you're eating more whole foods and processed foods. Yes, you can have processed foods. Even the whole foods go through a series of processing. So when that happens, your whole foods is helping you understand and helping your body get all of the nutrients, not just some, everything that it needs to keep you functioning. Now we've talked about that. So when it comes to whole foods, when we're, when we're craving something, we don't often reach for brown rice do we? We end up reaching for something that we know it's going to give us energy quickly but if you're somebody who wants long-term these are the methods and the switches that we need to be incorporating and the bonus the last one as we're wrapping up today's episode is don't assume that your diet is healthy just because you're eating low-fat foods and eating low-carbohydrate foods. Now this is a big one and when it comes to low-calorie diet science and research have actually shown that they are often higher in sugar than any form of nutrient that you're actually needs, which when it comes to it, it can wreak havoc on your blood sugar levels and then lead you to further cravings for more sugar later that day, aka the sugar rush or the sugar crash. Now I work from home now, predominantly work from home and I am not complaining. Any of my introvert friends here, you guys know It's all about being at home and recharging your batteries, so you don't have to see people. But sometimes we do like to interact with people every now and then. But when we, before this pandemic, we used to go into the office Monday to Friday, nine to five. And there was a point just before lunchtime that I would want something. Not just me, there were other colleagues. When you're getting up ready for your day, most of the time we don't end up having breakfast because quote unquote, I don't have time to eat breakfast. We've all got time. It's just how we manage our time effectively, what things we've got to do, how we can incorporate it. Now you might not be the one at you might not be the woman that has breakfast at 7 30 in the morning. Can you have your breakfast at nine? Absolutely. That's a simple switch or a simple check that you can do with yourself. You might not be hungry when you wake up at 7.30 in the morning. I bet you if you went to the gym and did a strength training workout, by the time you finished, your body would be ready to eat breakfast. So there are all sorts of things that you can do to be able to help your body eat breakfast and eat a high protein or a high super filling meal. But instead of reaching for the quick fixes, because what happens is it's broken down into glucose into your bloodstream quite quickly. That gives you a short burst of energy. Once that carbohydrate consumption in your body is done, it's done and then you get the sugar crash and that's what often happens when you're having a low carb a low calorie diet they're often high in sugar and then the sugar crash happens almost every single day and so when you're starting to have those more calories and they pack some pounds they pack some punches they pack some they're good with flavor but they also got a high caloric value and if you're eating that lots and lots of times all throughout the day twice two three times a day and you're always going to these types of foods in order to have energy that's what you're going to get you're going to get the quick fix then you're going to get the crash and that's what continues. Continues to happen, which is why people tend to say cut out carbs. But actually, it's a false dichotomy that they're creating with you, instead of you understanding, okay, what it is that your body actually needs, aka food, real food that's going to be of substance to you or sustenance to you and to your body. Instead of going for those quick fixes, and then you end up eating the whole packet. You don't just eat one or two. You eat the whole packet of wine gum sweets, popcorn, whatever it is, and then you want to go back for more because you actually don't have sustenance. And your body's saying to you, "I want more. Give me food. Give me meat. Give me something." Tasty that I can chew on that I can mull over and that I can be satisfied with and then you end up storing more weight than you actually want to or desire to and the next thing another example is a vegan or a vegetarian diet doesn't have to be healthier than a meat eaters diet if you're somebody who wants to eat more vegetables and have that while still eating high protein foods absolutely do so but it's about having a balance towards it and so we're not going to get into the whole thing about soy products what it does to your body or what it can do to your body some of us can have a high intolerance to soy products product particularly tofu for many people so those are things that you want to look into now just because you start to do that it's not about I want to go vegan because I want to lose fat or I want to become a vegetarian because I want to lose fat there are things we need to do there are things we need to understand if somebody wants to have more vegetables absolutely try to create a way that you can do that so we've packed a lot here we packed a lot we talked about the three mistakes we talked about fat loss for women three diet mistakes that are keeping you from losing weight and we went through you're not eating enough why you're not eating enough only and we also talked about diets your diet is literally too restrictive and the difference between what the definition of diet actually means and we're also we also covered not assuming that your diet is healthy just because it's low carb low calorie or low fat because if you're eating lo- eating low fat options chances are yes it's, it's been stripped of the fat content but it's also been replaced by sugar content and so if you're eating more of those and you're wondering why you're not losing weight it's about checking on your diet and checking what the things you are that you're eating. And my friends, if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight, there are ways that you can actually do it, but they all require some level of commitment and consistency and here's the word discipline. Some of us are not disciplined in our diets like we need to be or want to be, and that's okay because what we, we might not know how we might be so bombarded with so much information, we just haven't got a clue, and I tell you, I get overwhelmed. I also get overwhelmed, and there's too many things trying to get my attention too many people, but tugging me here, tugging me there, I'm like, you know what, let me just go sleep, we sleep it off, and then I'll address it another day. I get it. I understand that it can be overwhelming. There are so many things, so many voices to hear and people telling you, you you do this and you do that and then you, you try and do that and then it doesn't work. Your diet does not have to be perfect and the definition of diet I'm using there is the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis does not have to be perfect. It's encouraging you to have flexibility and a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of give can actually go a long way to helping you make real changes in your life that not are just changes, that aren't just changes, that are also sustainable and things that you can maintain long term and it takes planning, it takes commitment, it takes consistency which is why focus on the fat loss exists and also you can eat that for the women who don't need accountability, don't need one-to-one coaching, you're just ready to go and download it and do it for yourself. So those are the two options that are there and by planning it around the things that you enjoy will help you be able to stick to it much more rather than being dictated to with a whole list of rules. Don't eat this, don't eat that, you're not going to eat that are you? Yes I am going to eat that. Those things don't help anybody lose weight consistently and for a long term. And then eventually you will shift from losing weight to maintaining your weight for years to come. Yes, it will fluctuate by a few pounds, but once you've got the tools and you know and you've changed your mindset, then these things equip you to maintain it. Holidays, you'll never be scared of New Year's, you'll never be setting a New Year's resolution to lose five pounds again or to lose 50 pounds again. That doesn't work here. That's this once you do this and you continually work at and you're consistent, these are the tools to help you get consistent results over a period of time. Hey friend, you made it to the end of the episode. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review over on iTunes. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, or you need help, then you can contact me over on Instagram at VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast, or email me support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk, or you can head over to the Facebook page, VA Nutrition Coaching Podcast. It helps us reach even more women who are fed up with dieting don't know how to lose weight they're frustrated with following sally's results and they're not getting any of their own and they just finally want to shed some pounds and do it in a way that they can sustain and they can enjoy but my friends that's a wrap for today's episode i can't wait to catch you on the next one until then friends stay healthy stay blessed and remember if you haven't already downloaded your five ingredient recipe pack you can go to the website Nutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash recipes and download your five ingredient recipe pack who said healthy eating was boring. See you next time, friend.